Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast series on impact, talking with entrepreneurs and organizational leaders who contribute to building a more cooperative and positive future. I'm Ursula York, the host of this series. I'm a mentor to business people who want to have a positive impact on the world around them, building strong businesses by creating value for their clients, team members, and the larger world. And I'm so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact. They're inspiring and energizing role models. And I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. Today's guest in this podcast series on impact is Kim Castle. Kim is star of Kim TV and the upcoming series, Aging Ungracefully. She's a fresh voice for feminine leadership. After running herself into the ground, reaching for success, she brought herself back from the edge of exhaustion, depression, and illness naturally. With humor, insight, and vulnerability, she helps busy women enjoy a better way to live with her recipes and shortcuts to feeling great again at any age. A former stand-up comedian, TV host, writer, and award-winning art director, Kim's wit and wisdom has been featured on countless books and magazines and on outlets such as CNN, Headline News, Fox Business News, Yahoo Small Business, and and Inc. She's won a Webby for her groundbreaking work for General Motors and was nominated for the Los Angeles Women Making a Difference Award. Funny, fashionable, and inspiring, Kim is leading the way for busy women to live well with healthy recipes and shortcuts to feeling great again. So welcome to the podcast, Kim. I'm really glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Ursula, it's my joy to be here with you. So you've had such an interesting career starting in comedy in the creative world and and uh, and entertainment in general. Now you've created a business around helping women feel great about themselves and to really live life fully. What is it that drew you to have this business in particular? Well, that's a good question. I kind of see what I'm doing now is really the culmination of everything, everything my life has given me. Um, I, as you shared, I was a dyed in the wool type, triple type A plus, 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 you know, (laughs) go after your dreams. You know, you can dream it, you can achieve it. All the things that they tell us as younger, you know, young girls go for, you know, no holds bar. Um, and so I did that as, and I had a dual career in advertising and, and art direction, as well as um, comedy and performing. I was also a TV writer. So I had all that kind of, and I, like, n- no sleep. I was just doing and creating and doing. And then I leveraged all that to, um, to be a speaker and to help entrepreneurs really understand brand, because I had so much experience. And I did that for a decade, and I just felt like it was my my role to empower entrepreneurs to be really in their power. And before I knew it, I had dug a hole for myself so deeply that I was exhausted all the time. I stopped wanting to be around people, which is, you know, deadly as a speaker. Um, <laughs> because like you're, you know, does a, does a speaker speak in a forest? Does anybody hear it? Like, and I started to get really like depressed and every, you know, my whole approach of take on life was 
dark and I just wanted to be in the dark and realized that, um, you know, I had worked myself into illness and looked around and I saw so many people, the women that I were, I was helping build their brands were experiencing so many of the things that I was going through. And then I would look out further into the world and saw, oh my God, so many women are antidepressants. So many women are complaining about their hair falling out or gaining weight. I'm not the only one. (laughs) You certainly aren't. And I went, you know what? And I'm pretty smart and sharp and have a lot of power. If, if this is happening to me and I can find a way to heal this, I remember sitting with the doctor going, you know, if I get through this, sitting in the, the waiting room, I went, you know, and I was, I was suicidal, like, honestly, like in my brain, I was thinking of like, this has got to end. I said, if I get through this and I find the way out that I would dedicate the rest of my life to helping women do the same and ultimately get to a point where women don't have to go through this, that I could reach women younger and younger and say, hey, you know what they say when they said you can do anything, you can, but there's a better way to do that. That's such a powerful story because we're, we're so inundated with messages, especially entrepreneurs, I think, of, you know, drive for your goal and push through and really make things happen. There's this whole paradigm of success that people have. And, and it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of um, ongoing pressure to to uh, do what you need to do to succeed in a way that's absolutely exhausting and not, mm-hmm. not very nurturing. And uh, so that's a, a really powerful story that you have of, uh, and to share your experience of that. Um, is that what, what goes into making your your business what you're doing now so unique because of you've lived it well I've lived it and a lot of people you know they're smart you know they go hey I've I've discovered this you know the hard way (laughs) you know right um I'm going to share and I've got a solution to this I'm going to share it and wrap a business around it I mean that to me is gold when you can do that that's like uh like like a gift that you wrap your you know a gift that you keep on giving and you that you get paid in return. Um, I think what makes what I'm doing unique or different, even if different from what I did before, the way I approached it before, there's a few things that go into it. One, it's the way that I see this business from a model, it's an entertainment-based consumer products model, ultimately, is where I where I'm heading is, you know, food products on the marketplace. But doing it and housewares and, you know, things like that, that environment, things that we do to create a, a healthy environment internally and externally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing it through entertainment because the subjects that I'm approaching, like hormonal, you know, menopause, you know, the meltdown, um, weight gain, hair loss, ultimate, you know, could go into illness. You know, this is not pretty stuff. Um, it's emotional and it could also be quite dry and boring and confusing. My, my approach to it is I'm the poster child of what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at my behavior. See how I took it to the extreme to prove a point, even though I didn't know I was doing that. <laughs> um, Laugh at what I do and see if you can find a bit of your own behavior. And then I'm, I've, I found solutions down the line and say, here's resources. Here's, here's a way to cut through the crap. 
or the confusion and how to make decisions and change for yourself. I think that's one of the things that makes it unique. Another thing I think it's in my own approach to this business is, you know, having succeeded in business in the attack, like we're taught in a very male way, Mm -hmm. meaning that we're needing to use a lot of our testosterone to get things done, to push. We are, it's working against our biology. So, you know, I took two years off from my previous business to heal and to go, how do I go into business, prove that I know how to develop a brand because I've been doing it for 30 years with people, but how do I do it in a very feminine way? And how do I usher forth a new paradigm for women in business, which we don't have a model for? Mm. And so that's what drives myself in the business to go, I know that I'm ushering forth that new new way of being in business for a woman. That's great. And, and you bring that very... unusual perspective to things and I wonder how much your values come into play in this because one of the things I've I've talked with people about is impact and and the positive effect that people want to have it's often so tied up with the values that you hold dear what what is it that's really important to you on that very deep level are there do you think that your business now certainly is a reflection of your values and in in what way have you brought those values into your business Oh, I think values play a role, have played a role in my life since I was a little girl, you know, always have been, always been about that. But it wasn't, wasn't so much like my values, I'm going to put them on you. Mm -hmm. It was more of holding an ideal for the way that we live, the way that we enjoy life, the way that we take great joy in this precious gift of being alive. So that's something that I had at a very early age. How? I don't know. But (laughs) that was just how I was wired. And so um, I'm sure, you know, upholding the ideals is probably one of the one of the pieces that went into my adrenal fatigue. Right. Um, But I I I think, yeah, even when I was a stand up comedian, my my values and that ideal was part and parcel with everything that I did. So yeah, it, it plays a big part all the way through to the products that I will be, be producing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's part and parcel. It's it's like the air that I breathe. Well, and it sounds like those are the things that go into having an impact with your business that you're do you do you see that as the most important way that you have and will have impact is to hold that ideal is that still the way you're looking at it uh ideal for the way to live and enjoy life absolutely i mean Mm. i do that when i'm you know paying for my groceries (laughs) you know what i mean it's i'm just one of those people that just like yeah i hold those values wherever i am and yeah the imp and you know, it's interesting when you think about impact, I, I uphold, because I know that each of us impacts each other, whether we realize it or not, even yeah. if we just walk through a room. It's true. And so it's something that I am cr- not critically aware, but hyper aware that I've always, even as a 
you know, a young performer or a woman as I was developing into myself, knowing that I changed the room when I walk into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talk about um, being responsible to your impact. It's now to a point where I go, I'm, I, I change, I impact people when they just think of me or they watch something I've done or it's, they've, you know, just heard it. There's, there's a shift. So yeah, impact is huge. Well, and that awareness that you have impact, whether it's when you're physically present or, or if people are just thinking about some of the things you said, that kind of carries with it this whole other level of being where you can really then consciously start to think about, well, okay, this is, this is what's obviously true for me. So how can I choose to make best use of that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did the, you mentioned that you've you've had this um, since childhood this awareness that uh, you're holding an ideal is it is that a kind of do you think of it as being a role model or is it is it different you know I, certainly at a young age I didn't think of it as being a role model I do remember people saying you know older people when you know as a child that I don't they would say I don't know what it is about you but I feel better sitting next to you. Mm, wow. Or I, I feel better about myself. You know, and, I, and at the time, I didn't quite understand because I was, it was just like my arm works like this, <laughs> you know, kind right, of thing. Right. Um, as I've gotten older, I remember once when I was in an acting class, because I was also an actor, I remember once this woman said, this guest lecturer, somebody came into her class, and I can't even remember the context for her training, but she she did something with all of us. And she said something to me at the time, which I thought was the biggest insult somebody could have ever said to me. She said, you know, you're so much more powerful when you're not acting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to an actor, right? Right. And she said, and, and I had to like went, what, what? And I had to like really get into it. And I realized that, I have so much more impact when I'm sharing the truth of who I am, mm-hmm. not playing the role. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful to be in the presence of someone who's being really authentic. And I know when I saw you speak at, at the conference where we met, that uh, that was certainly true, that you were willing to really be yourself in a full way and that uh, it really uh, drew people to you. So um is when you you said that people said I feel better when I'm around you. Did you did you ever experience that as a kind of pressure, or was it just something that was? That's a good question. Um, it 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 was a was, and then it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was just. You know, I think our environment informs us so much and you quickly, if you're an aware child or you are put into certain situations, you naturally go to a defense mechanism and go, okay, I'm going to see where things are falling down and pick them up. So in the beginning, I didn't, it was just a was because I was the only person in my family or around that could, in a sense, heal the dysfunction or heal the craziness or, you know, I always felt like I always had one hand holding up the roof. But it didn't feel like a pressure. It just felt like I had the capacity. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't like didn't sit down and go, hmm, let me figure this out. Let me. I just snapped into action. Right. 
um, I think as I got older, it it almost in a sense did become a responsibility, and, and but only in the fact that I turned it up on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, oh, I have this, I need to use it. You know, I need to heal the world, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. And and especially as a speaker, when I would walk into a room of a thousand people, I literally felt like, well, I said yes to this job. I'm going to lift up every thousand person. And then I would get back into my hotel room or my car and I'd sob. Hmm. And I would just be physically and emotionally drained. Wow. So it, be- yeah, so it became a responsibility. Mm-hmm. That I did to myself, mm-hmm. and and how do how has that evolved into the present? How are you, how are you handling that now, or how are you feeling about that now? Um, I I do think it's a skill set and it's an awareness that I was given, you know, or I was nurtured into having, um, and so I do think it is something that plays a big part of my work but I realize now that it is in me I don't have to do anything with it I just am it it's like it's like part of my breathing mm-hmm. um and in it and it's just having the going back to your question and about your impact it's just having that awareness when it and it doesn't have to I don't have to push it outside of me it's just in me and comes off of me it comes out of my center and just kind of radiates off of me so that I could just walk through a room in in just getting to, to get to the other side of the road <laughs> but um it it's it, I just lift people up in it but I don't have to do the lifting right yeah and I think that can really be a reflection of someone who's really connected with themselves in a really deep way and um, and spiritual way, really, in the sense, yeah, yeah in the sense. Well, of- I think women, we have that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think we all have it, but women, we especially have that gift. And I think we tend to think that we have to do more with it or have to do more. And when we really, really, like you said, come get to know that piece of you, that's the work. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. When I've been at, when talking with people about impact, I've been asking about uh, the impact that you would like to have or that you see yourself having um, on a few different levels. And one is with your clients and customers. Another is in your immediate community, and I don't mean necessarily physical community, but community of of people who uh, are connected with you in some way, and then the larger world. So in those three realms, can you talk a little bit about the the way that you have impact on your your clients, the community, and the larger world, or, or want to have? Absolutely. I remember when I walked away from... Uh, being a performer. I had always in my life, always knew I was a performer, an entertainer, an actor. And it's it's like one of those things that I had defined myself as. I'm nothing if I'm not that kind of thing. And I remember going through, uh, walking off uh, the Sony lot. I live in Los Angeles and I had come from, I don't know, an, uh, my sixth audition for a tiny role on this show. And walked away and went, this isn't, this isn't, this is not what I'm supposed to do. And went through this mourning for about three months of knocking on the door of my soul. Okay, if I'm not that, what am I? 
And I remember getting this voice back saying, you're to inspire the world. And I, and, and I went, that's not be nice to the dry cleaner. You're talking the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, you know, slowly but surely got pictures and an understanding of, you know, the impact that I am to have on the world. Hmm. Um, and again, it's, 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 it's palpable. I mean, it's like, I truly believe that with what I'm, it's bigger than me now. Everything up until this point had been something that I had decided. I got a thing in my mind, I'm going to go after that. But what I've said yes to now is I do feel it's bigger than me. And I'm just saying yes. And taking care of my body and, and understanding my perfectionism and my all these things that I did to overdrive. That's my real work. I know that by doing that, I set an example for other women to go, oh, well, I can do that too. I can relax. I can melt. I can, you know, start to take care of myself. And I truly believe that I'm going to I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm going to save the world by helping women save themselves. Hmm. That is such a big vision, and it's it's obviously coming from a really deep place in you. I can hear it in your voice. I can feel it. Does it feel kind of scary at times to have that, that big a vision? Sometimes people kind of shy away from it when they start to feel that way about the work they could be doing in the world. Not at all, hmm. because it's like I said, I'm just saying yes to it. I I don't feel for the first time in my life, I don't feel I have to lift it and carry it and do any of that. I'm truly operating in that. Like to me, it feels like a new model for women. If it's it's not new because it's wired in us. We just haven't been you know shown it. It's. I, no, I don't think it's scary at all. Mm. Um, I just, I think if there's only, if there's any scariness, it's letting go of control. Mm -hmm. You know, letting go of that feeling like I have to drive or muscle to something in order for it to happen. Like if I don't do work this, you know, work my ass off, it's never going to happen. Right. That's the, that was the, that was the scary part that I had to go through. Mm. It's that art of allowing things to unfold that can be can be really challenging when you're used to making things happen, quote unquote. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, well, to to kind of turn to a more practical side, because most of the people listening have their own businesses. Do you talk about the impact that you want to have in your marketing as a way to let people know? what what uh what you're doing and and what you hope to achieve yeah I, I yeah i do i i don't necessarily in my marketing say i'm saving the world because you know they're gonna think i'm like the heroes tv show or something you know <laughs> like that. they're gonna put me in a different category <laughs> um but i do i i do talk about the impact at the very personal level at mm -hmm. the very individual level um, and then once, you know, in terms of helping women get their energy and their life back, the, you know, you know, and eating their way back to feeling great in their body again. I mean, that to me is, is huge, especially when you get to that point when you no longer feel good in your body, it, it affects everything. So that particular impact, without a doubt, you know, my, you know, my value proposition, so to speak, from a marketing standpoint is eat well, be well, live well. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that also goes part and parcel with how I'm going to roll out the products, you know, eat, be, live. So, I mean, those are the, the delivery types of products that I'll be rolling out in that order. Mm -hmm. So that is the, the part of the, um, in the general marketing, but then, you know, when it comes to a talk or something like this, when I get to have more of a conversation with someone, I do not shy away from the fact of going, you know, we're going to, let's save this world together. I'm really aware of, uh, as you're talking, of the how smart your strategy is behind this. And I don't mean that in a way of, of calculating or manipulation. It's really about how can you connect with people in a way that's really going to speak to them and, and to start at the personal level. And it sounds like that's a really conscious choice in the way that you've been choosing to approach this business. Is, is that fair to say? Very much so. I mean, when we started the previous business that I that I had done called Brand You, the letter U, mm -hmm. um, we I and I have and I did that coming from a you know several years in advertising. Nobody was talking about brand at the time. It was still very much in advertising. Uh, you know, it was an advertising secret sauce kind of thing. Right. Um, the only person at the time was like maybe Tom Peters was talking about brand, but it was from a standpoint of being an employee and understanding, you know, the trail you lead kind of thing. Um, and at the time, nobody re really got brand. They, like, they truly, did. I was like wrestling Starbucks cups out of people's hands. That's not a brand you are kind of thing. <laughs> um, so it was a much... It was a. It, it took a lot more education, you know, to get people to to understand the, the concept of brand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was it was very much a uh, a conscious decision to to really communicate at the very personal level. But it was more from a not so much from a marketing standpoint, but more from uh, letting people know that I understand. Mm -hmm what they're going through because I went through it. Right. I had been to hell and hormonal hell and back <laughs> and I know what the light, what light looks like on the other side of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I had to communicate like at that very visceral, I, I, I know what you're going through. In fact, that talk that you saw me do, you know, the subhead of it was, you know, you, you um, running on empty, you can't get there if you're dead. <laughs> people when I did some like market research on all these people that said they were going to come to my session oh really why you can't get there if you're dead I feel like I'm doing that to myself so mm. you know very much so that that comes into the messaging yeah that's a very powerful way of presenting it, it certainly caught my attention when I was looking through <laughs> all the uh, all the <laughs> options that were available well you know so. what's so funny is the organizer wanted to drop that line ah um, and they actually on the website present, they like came up with a whole different, like the first part was the same, but they came up with a second, second component to it. And it was like, who's giving that talk? Not, <laughs> not me. <laughs> and so I had to go back. I guess it was a little scary for them to say, and I said, wait, I know like, I'm funny. I'm a comedian. I promise it'll right. make sense. Right. Yeah. And it definitely, I mean, you definitely worked with that in the talk in a really effective and, and funny way. So it was great. I think sometimes people shy away from just giving it straight, uh, yeah. being really absolutely upfront about the nature of the message. So that's a great example of, of how you were able to do that in a really effective way. So that's awesome. 
Thank you. So in the process of, of having a, a, this positive influence, this impact that you're having, are there obstacles that have come up for you? And uh, I guess I already know the answer to that question because it's true for everyone. But is there a particular one that you'd be willing to share with us and, and talk a bit about how you've been able to move through that? Sure. There's, um, th- there's this one major obstacle. Uh, well, actually two. Uh, obstacles. One is having, you know, in the previous business, you know, we were in revenue from in 45 days from the idea, mm-hmm. five figures, you know, like, so we, we hit the ground running. That's great. And it was like this electric train going 200 miles an hour and we're literally laying down the track in front of it, you know, like, so, you know, I lived, breathed, and I pooped that business. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it was like, it felt like it was a cash machine, you know, like send an email, make money, send an email, you know, like that whole, like that whole drive. And you're only limited by, you know, writing and, and marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that became, in a sense, an addiction, you know, like that's that drive, that shh. And so, you know, making the switch to this new business, I knew that I couldn't do, I couldn't be in business that way. So in a sense, one was I needed to get slower into money. I had to, I had to diagram it a bit different. And so I keep coming up against the, well, I did this before, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and judging myself against that type of growth. You know, like we kept on doubling every six months. I mean, it was crazy. So my, so I'm having to like tamper my own expectations on myself and this new approach to business. So revenue has been a bit slower, but I do believe I'm building a foundation for sustainability as mm-hmm. opposed to the burnout that I, I achieved. Um, the other thing that I challenge that I, I face is that knowing my own strength in my own ability to draw overdrive mm-hmm. that you know once you have a strong bicep <laughs> you always have a strong bicep and so I constantly have to keep it in check and and know that you know that's not a sustainable way both for my body both for other women it's not and I'm not saying we are so supposed to sit back and eat bonbons but I believe that I'm being guided to work a different muscle mm. to, to, to create the growth. Yeah, I mean, it's tempting if something is very strong in you to keep using that because it's, there's a strength. So, um, and as you said, it, does, it has led to burnout for you and many other people. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting what you said about uh, this business being different from the previous one. And uh, I have had a similar experience. I, I used to have a corporate consulting business and it was did extremely well very quickly. And it's, it's an adjustment when you switch to, when you make a conscious choice to move into another business and especially one that you feel so connected to and, and feel passionate about because you want to do it justice. You want to do it in a way that um, is really meaningful both for you and the people that you're connecting with. So um, 
yeah, I really uh, I connect with you on that. I think it's it's a can be a very different journey, no matter how experienced you are as a business person. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Absolutely. I think also as I you know I do have this theory, having worked with so many women um, in business over the last well several years, but at least the last decade with the you know helping them with brand. You know, I think women in general approach business in a very different way. I think we when we're given our own ability to create it, I think we 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 give birth to business. We don't create a business. It's like a baby. Hmm. You know, when it's all, when we're left to our own devices to create it, we, we tend to it like it is this baby that never grows up and, go, well, maybe it grows up, but it never goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It may want to borrow the car, but it never moves it, out. Exactly. <laughs> and I think for me, as, I, as I'm, you know, really building this, you know, again, being true to the impact, I feel like. While I said it's an entertainment company and a consumer products company, the heartbeat is the community. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, it's not about me. It's about the conversation. It's about ushering forth this new paradigm. I'm bringing other people to write on it, other people's voices, other experts. It's not just me. And to me, I thought it, that was key. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. I think that's uh, a really powerful and important thing to acknowledge that any business is really about the ongoing conversations and connections that you have with the people that you're serving, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is there a particular insight or advice you would give uh, another business owner who's asking themselves, how can I have impact? How can I positively... Um, affect my own business environment, the community, and beyond? Absolutely. Um, Well, going back to something I shared earlier that, you know, each of us impacts each of us. It's like, like it's real. We're, we don't realize that we're in this river. We're in the water together and we all are sending off ripples. Mm -hmm. But women, we affect the world around us so much more than we realize. Um, in fact, the world looks to us for balance or stability or rightness. And I don't know whether it's from a biochemical standpoint or if it's it's rooted into our role as, uh, you know, being mothers or whatever it is that we have that, we do have that, but we don't the only work that we have to do in that is taking care of ourselves. Mm. When we are happy, truly just happy, like it's our breath, and we have tended to our body, our vessel, that is the greatest thing that we can do for the world. I think that is so true. If, if we don't care for ourselves, our businesses aren't going to thrive. We're certainly not going to thrive. And the ability to have any impact is really going to be diminished. So, uh, yeah, thank you for, for putting it in that way. That's great. And I love that powerful message around women that you have. Mm, thank you. Yeah. It's what I've been showed. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's what's been there. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Kim. I, I so appreciate your 
how smart you are about the way that you're approaching your business and the way that you're also bringing yourself so fully and authentically to it. And uh, you're really providing a great message for for women and a great support for us to really move into whatever work we choose to do. So thank you for sharing all of that with us. Oh, it's my, it's, it's, it's not only my joy, it's, it's so amazing when you can wholeheartedly like acknowledge your role in things like, Oh, I made this happen good and bad and, and, and discover the ways to heal from it or turn it around or, and then I feel it's like my, it's my duty to share it, hmm. you know, so it's an honor. It's not only my joy, but it's my honor to share this with everyone. Oh, that's great. Thank you. So if, if people would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, well, I'm on, you know, all the socials, you know, Kim Castle, with, with the exception, you know, on all of the socials like, you know, Instagram and Facebook, Kim Castle and Pinterest. I think it's the Kim Castle. Um, I know that sounds so pretentious, but I couldn't think of anything else in a, in a pinch because <laughs> somebody else had Kim Castle. Um, but also one of the things that I've discovered through this whole healing journey um, was I had um, an, an, a dysfunctional relationship to food. Meaning that I could give or take it, you know, like, it, I, or I just like grab a bite of peanut butter on my way to something, you know, like it was just you eat because you had to kind of thing. That's what the kind of dysfunction I mean. And I realized through this whole journey how important food is to healing. Mm -hmm. And also from an emotional standpoint, I've always loved desserts. So I, I put together a cookbook for people to to realize that you can eat healthy and still satisfy that sweet tooth. And I have a free, what I call a video cookbook. So for every recipe, there's a video that goes with it. You can actually join me in the kitchen and we can make it together. And, um, and it's part of the brand, the company that I'm launching called Life Alicious, like Life Delicious. Um, without the D. And so people can get the cookbook for free. It's called Desserts Kimplified. And they just go to lifealicious.me forward slash free cookbook. Mm, that's great. Well, thanks for offering that gift. And this is certainly good news for somebody who had a s'mores chocolate cupcake at lunch. So. <laughs> oh, are you crashing? <laughs> It was so worth it, though. <laughs> you say that now, but I just do. give it an hour. <laughs> well, thank you, Kim. That's It's been wonderful to talk with you. Join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcast episodes are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. And until next time, keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact.